found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. That's a Thursday edition of Tidbits. It's the sixth day of the month of July. Here we are, ready to go again. Good morning, Matthew. (laughs) Yes, good morning, Dale. Good morning. Another uh, wonderful day of a shortened week. Yeah, that's right. With a holiday. That's the, um, the good news, right? Yeah. And, you know, I didn't even have a chance to look at my tidbits. Really? So it's truly ill-prepared. So we are, as our namesake, yeah. ill-prepared. This whole week has been disastrous for me. Can I tell you a story? Yeah, I'd love to hear a story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is your atypical okay. Maddie story. All right. All right. So last week, well, two weeks ago, we, um, you know, our, our daughter was at Girl State. Yeah. And we stayed at this, uh, this hotel um, <laughs> before we went and got her. Okay. It was in uh, Auburn. It was in Auburn. And it was, the shower in this hotel was in, incredible. It was just incredible. So for my wife's birthday, I looked up what kind of shower head this hotel uses. Okay. And I thought, I'm going to get that. And then, you know, look, we have a fantastic new. Yeah, blah, 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 you that'd know? be great. And in our bathroom, the shower is, the shower, like where it comes out of the wall, mm-hmm. is kind of low. Yes. And so you can buy these extender arms that they kind of come out and they kind of swoop up and then back down. Yeah. Okay. I know you can't see my hand, but it's the I'm swooping out and coming back down. And... I think it gives it another 11 inches, 10 inches, something like that, okay. of, of height. All you right. know? And um, so I went to install this okay. the other day. And the the arm that's coming out of the wall, I couldn't budge. Like, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't budge it at all. I mean, I, I've changed shower heads before. No big deal. Okay. I could not get this thing to budge at all. All right. So I watched him. So I went to where everybody goes for knowledge and information i go to youtube okay i watch a video on how to get those you know because a lot of times i guess they they fill with calcium and minerals and all this stuff and they just get gunked up yes and the guy gave me some some pretty good advice you know don't don't ratchet it back and forth you know just get rotational all this stuff so i i go back up last night okay last night okay i'm going I, it, one of the things they tell you to do is to, to put a screwdriver up there, get some leverage, and rotational, rotational force, okay? Okay. So I'm up there, and I'm going slow, going rotational. I mean, this thing, you have no idea how hard it is to move this thing. And finally, bam, it gives. Okay. And I'm like, yes. Except that oh no, part of the, it's still broken off inside oh, the. no. <laughs> so I just, you know broke a metal tube inside another metal tube. Oh, no. So now I'm like, okay, great. So now you just have water coming out of a hole? Pretty much. (laughs) So... So I go back to YouTube and I'm like, how how to get a broken pipe out of another pipe? And they're like, you need these things. They're called... What are they called? Nipple extractors? Okay. Which sounds kind of... (laughs) But that's what they're called. Okay. So I go on. I go onto uh, you know our local app to find things, yeah. and sure enough, they have nipple extractors, and it's only it's it's like eight thirty, eight forty. Okay. 
So they close the nine. So I hop in the truck, go get them, okay. come back home, and put the nipple extractor inside the thing because it's supposed to like go in, it, it grabs, and then you, you like wrench it out, and it just it, it'll pull it out. No big deal. Okay. All right. The video I saw, the guy was like, "This is what you need. Easy peasy." It was simple. So again, I get it in there, and it's like I it was the hardest thing I've ever tried to turn in my life. And of course, you know, I didn't have anybody there telling me, yeah. Maybe you should give up. Maybe you should stop right here. Have someone else come and take because you you're above your head now. You're in too deep, pal. Yeah. No, I had no one there telling me that. Okay, so you're still going. So I'm still going. I'm still I'm up there. I have wrenches. I have my nipples in place. I have this wrench thing, and I'm I've never pushed anything as hard as that in my life. And finally, I hear. Ding! Okay, I broke the pipe inside the wall. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Now you've got even more issues than you right. Had. Now what do you do? So now I came downstairs and I'm like, apparently I don't know how to like loosen things or unscrew things. So now you've got to have some pretty intricate plumbing work done. Well, now, I mean, it's, it's I'm going to get my father-in-law. He knows okay, all this all right. stuff, so he'll he'll give us a hand. Will he call he you names? He doesn't know that yet, but he's he's going to help. Will us. he treat you poorly? I hope not. I mean, I didn't do this on purpose. I didn't no, set no. out and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to break my plumbing today. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just your luck. How hard is it? You know, it's, it's like I, I'm lefty, loosey, righty, tidy, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, you, it's all you I know want to do. You know the rules. <sighs> well, that's a tough break. It's so frustrating. It's a very tough break. I've got um, rent prices in the U.S., out of reach for many low-wage earners. We've known that for quite a while. Right. A full-time worker needs to make, here we go, $28.58 an hour on average Jeez. to afford the rent on a two-bedroom apartment in their area. All right. This in California, Hawaii, mm. Massachusetts, and New York, full-time workers must earn more than 40 bucks an hour to do so in those locations. You got to earn at least forty Gosh. to afford it. You'd have to be paid sixty-one dollars and thirty-one cents an hour in San Fran to afford a two-bedroom apartment rental, and fifty dollars and sixty-seven cents an hour in Boston. That, according to a new report by the National Low-Income Housing Coalition, in no state, county, or city in the U.S. can a full-time worker earning the local minimum wage come up with the costs for a two-bedroom apartment. So that would also include here locally. So let me let me play devil's advocate. Okay. Is is it minimum wage wasn't set up to do that, right? No, it wasn't. I mean it wasn't set, wasn't up, to be, set up to live on to be a livable yeah. wage. But unfortunately a lot of people have to, you know, I mean that's all they can do. Right. And the minimum wage, I think, is being far exceeded locally in most locations, you know, just to keep yeah. people. Yeah. But it's it basically no state, county, or city in the U.S. can Man. a full-time worker, full-time, yeah. earning minimum wage, come up with the cost for a two-bedroom apartment. In some places throughout the nation, in various states and counties or cities, they offer their own minimum wage. It's above federal. Right. And I, I think I just saw some county 
up there is to 18 bucks somewhere. But again, then you're pricing out the mom and pop operations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just I know you can't win. No. Says even for workers in states and cities where the minimum is double. All right, so double the national figure. Rent remains unaffordable. So that'd be into the $15 range. But again, in those uh, various cities where it's terrible to live anyway, as far as cost of living, yeah, you just can't. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. I can't imagine Man. needing $61.31 an hour to live in San Francisco. What do you do to pay that much money? Like, what do you, what's your job to make $61 an hour in San Francisco? I say that to myself when I'm driving throughout the country and I see a large home. <laughs> what do they do? They go in debt for a living. what they do. <laughs> you know, what on earth do they do? Yeah. Because you see some pretty elaborate homes, and I always sure say to myself, do. what do they do? They certainly aren't doing what I do for a living. <laughs> or maybe they do. Yeah, and they just uh, you know transport themselves. <laughs> but uh, that's just an unbelievable story if you think about it yeah it is it's crazy because you know for a long time you know before covid i mean what is minimum wage right now is it seven seven something 30 something or 50 i don't know anyway most uh, places are offering more than that but again you can't afford to live well um see i had this set up too and it's like everything in this device is just going crazy since it's been messed with. <laughs> and the actual organization that operates this thing wrenched on it yesterday. Oh, really? But it appears to me to be far worse than it was before they wrenched on it. Are you it. serious? You know, at least in my opinion. Wow. So anyway, still having computer issues. Great thing about computers, they're wonderful when, the, you know, when everything's up to par. Oh, yeah. It's great. But when you have an issue, oh, oh my goodness, it's uh, it gets ugly. It's 6.35. We'll uh, squeeze in a quick break and back with tidbits. This is Tidbits. Boom, 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 boom. There's our music bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love to get that uh, reestablished. And we're back. Man. With Tidbits on this Thursday. Hmm. This uh, concerning drinking water. Okay. Says water from nearly half of U.S. faucets likely contains forever chemicals. Now, where they come up with forever chemicals <laughs> that may cause cancer and other health problems. A government study released Wednesday states that synthetic compounds known collectively as PFAs, PFAS, are not uh, contaminating drinking water to varying extents in large cities and small towns and uh, in private wells and public systems. They are contaminating, mm. I should say. Yeah. Study builds on a previous scientific finding that the chemicals are widespread showing up in consumer products as diverse as nonstick pans, food packaging, and water-resistant clothing and making their way into water supplies. It's always something. Okay. Something's always going to kill you. Yes. Yes, indeed. The report makes no policy recommendations, but the information can be used to evaluate risk of exposure and inform decisions about whether or not you want to treat your drinking water. 
says get it tested or get more information from your state about the situation locally. Now, we always get uh, report cards on our water locally. And it's always it like it's good. It's well above. Yeah. Like it's it's fantastic. So. But is it their issue or is it our plumbing or and or, you know, your sink and the faucet? Is yeah. it, uh, you know, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't drink enough water to intoxicate <laughs> myself with chemicals. You know, it's just, I just don't. It's terrible. Sure. Sure. But it's. Now, for those that drink gallons and gallons of water like they're supposed to, they may have some issues. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's scary. But, but the, in the water in the plastic bottle, don't they say the plastic bottle has contaminants? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so what, what are you really accomplishing? And what says that water is any better than what's coming out of your tap? <laughs> it's, you know. it's fancy filtered water. You, know, you don't know. You and I could start our own bottling, you know. Oh, you're darn right you know, we could. Yeah. Water facility. Yeah. And sell water. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. it just, it, you add a little egg smell to it, so they think, oh, that's got to be good stuff. It <laughs> smells like sulfur. It's got to be good for you. You know, I don't, it just doesn't make any uh, sense. Uh, I feel like someone swore up and down, was it my mom? <laughs> that that egg water, like that sulfur yeah, egg water, yeah, I, that, that made the best Kool-Aid. No, no way. <laughs> Just no way. Someone, I can't remember who it was, but they swore up and down. <laughs> egg water made the best Kool-Aid. Oh, my. And if you want good, good Kool-Aid on a hot summer day, you make it with egg water. Somebody I knew years ago, their water smelled like that. Yeah. And I can't imagine even bathing in it. It was. I just, would assume you get used to it, like everything else. It's, you would my goodness, though. It. You know what I mean? I just, it's just, potent. yeah, if you're not used to oh, it, it's, it's, yeah. The best Kool Aid, I'll have to. <laughs> Is that good? Hmm? <laughs> Are you laughing? <laughs> Is that the best Kool Aid you ever had? I feel had? like you that know, was the, 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 the sulfur thing. That was, was it city water? I mean, was it primarily, or was this that, was a, this was somebody's well. Or was it mainly well water? Yeah. Okay. And it was, it was pretty sulfury. Right. You know, it, go ahead. We had a well growing up. Yeah. And I might never. We never ours smelled. never did. Never. But we had we had a water softener. Yeah, and, see, and all that stuff, we so. didn't even use a softener, and I loved that water. Yeah, took me forever and a day to get used to city water. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, and and we had issues with rust, of course, not using a softener. But water softener, water drinking it doesn't taste good to me. Mm. Does it to you? Do you like it? Too? I, mean, I grew up with it, so well, I, yeah. I mean, it just tastes funny. But there again, I didn't really yeah. drink tons of water right, as a you know, kid. You yeah. know, it wasn't like now where you have to have. You, know. you were soaking out of the hose. Oh, yeah. And that wasn't connected to the water softener at all. No, it was just. <laughs> You're thirsty, you get something out of the hose. <laughs> now, this is a seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD, mm -hmm. is often cited as a problem for many during winter. Researchers have found that suicides and mental health problems peak during the summer. In 2020 and 2021, suicides peaked from May through October, dipping to the colder months. Really? Yeah. So it's more yeah. common in summer months than winter. When you think... That's you'd interesting. Be, yeah. We, it's, I feel like it's always been... Yeah. We've always been led to believe it's the yeah. other way around. Because right? you, you're suffering from seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. The two seasons appear to have opposing symptoms. Though both result in poor moods and reduced pleasure. 
So, I, you know, if you're not happy, you're not going to be happy anytime. No. Really, if you think about it. Whereas winter depressive modes, uh, moods may tend to oversleep. Yeah, I like that. Overeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Feel sluggish. Yes, every day. Yes. Summer deprives or depressives may feel insomnia. Yes. And have a lesser appetite. Okay. So in the summer, if if you got you ought to be losing weight, right? You would think. You would think you, so, yeah. Those who feel suicidal during the winter may not have the energy to actually commit suicide. Hmm. Whereas the agitation of summer depression may convince people to harm themselves. And again, this is all stuff I don't comprehend. I, you know, I just don't. <laughs> sure. But they've studied summer. Depressives may blame the weather, including high pollen, you know, because you don't feel good when you suffer from allergies. Yeah. Studies showed that high pollen days often correspond with the worst of people's moods during the summer, and allergies are often common in the depressed. Hmm. That's interesting. And again, I've had allergies, you know, forever. Right. But, uh, you know. I just, Mine are getting worse the older I get. That's, that's without question. Hang in there, Matt. Be strong, my friend. It's just amazing how much, you know, I, during this time of year, it's like my eyes were really messed up this morning. Yeah. Are yours? Are you dealing with that? They, they, they itch all the What's time. What's going on? I don't know. Researchers agree that coming up with a cooling strategy to beat the heat mm. combined with seeking out therapy could be a potential solution to seasonal depression in the summer. I would also think you'd be very annoyed by the heat if you have no AC. There is that, because you can't get away from it. I would be very, very, you know, I mean, to think back to my childhood and waking up in a, a, (laughs) you know, just in a pool of sweat. Yeah. Yeah. And I slept through all that. We we, we didn't know any better. (laughs) There was no fans. There was no... Nothing. Nothing. Just um, amazing. Now, this is something interesting. Someday... I may become a police officer, and, and I may be sniffing your hand. The scent of a person's hand can reveal their sex, potentially helping criminal investigations. So, yeah, pardon me, ma'am. <laughs> the uh, scientists in Florida have found... They can predict uh, a person's biological sex with over 96% accuracy based solely on the smell of their hand. Seriously. So do you train a dog then to do this? Uh, maybe. Smelling doorknobs and so forth? Maybe. In a recent study, researchers used a technique called mass spectro spectrometry. Spectrometry. We'll yeah. yeah. To analyze the scent of the palms of 60 individuals half of whom were women and half were men. After identifying the compounds in each sample, the team determined if they could deduce the individual's gender based on their scent profile, Okay. the team successfully predicted a person's sex with near-perfect accuracy using that method. Previous research. So is that going to be like, if you're a criminal, you're going to start wearing deodorant on your hands? <laughs> You know, they got that new stuff here, just, uh, you know. That's true, yeah. Right, wipe it on like lotion. There you go. <laughs> I used that stuff years ago. That was dark. <laughs> and it was basically tar. Yes. 
I don't remember the name of that stuff. Mitchum. Is that what I, it was? Was like, it Mitchum? It was like tar, it? yeah. yeah. And you put it, and it's brown. Yeah. What, why is it? <laughs> why is it stain everything? <laughs> Who came up with that bright idea? Are they still selling it? I, they have. I think so, right? I mean, I mean, that would just would that be perfect for your summer wear? All your white shirts, <laughs> you're wearing your tar <laughs> in your armpits because sure. that's that's how you didn't sweat. I'm sure because it was. Yeah, know, they still make Mitchum. No kidding. But it's, I don't know that it's still okay. the black tar that you're talking about. <laughs> it was ridiculous, and I, you know, for some reason, whatever it cost back then, and it was probably in the dollar something range back in the day. You know, right? But that was a dollar something wasted. You know, once you put that, it's like it was just tarry. It was just weird. Okay, so the Mitchum Natural stick range. They have Mitchum Natural. Okay, powered by bamboo powder (laughs) for twenty-four hour wetness absorption without aluminum, providing twenty-four hour odor protection. (laughs) So. If you wear that, I'm supposing they recommend you stay clear from the panda cage yes. at the zoo yes. for bamboo. <laughs> They'll think your armpits are bamboo. Because pandas <laughs> eat shoots and leaves. They like bamboo. Yeah, they <laughs> you know, so. How do they come up with this stuff? Who's, you know, and again, you know, you go to school. I guess you learn chemistry. Okay. <laughs> you get out. You go to work for these companies, and you just start coming up with ideas? I guess so. <clears throat> I guess so. The uh, previous research on this uh, palm of the hand stuff <laughs> can, uh, says it can provide information about a person's age and racial or ethnic group by using these techniques. Crimes such as robberies, assaults, and rape cases, which often involve the perpetrator's hands, could be easier to solve. How about that? Don't most good criminals wear gloves? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're a criminal, worth your salt. <laughs> you're you're kind of wear, wear gloves. gloves you, know? you know, you it's, just are. It's, <laughs> this is all for rookies. This is all rookies. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you're you're getting caught by palm sniffing, <laughs> you're a noob. <laughs> is the interrogation room going to have police officers? Are going to be smelling your hand? Can I see that? And, and then they just start sniffing it. Didn't we have that? Wasn't that? What is that? Your phone? Okay. Didn't we have the story where, uh, in fact, yes, we did. Yeah. Where you have a tendency after shaking someone's hand to smell your hand. Yeah. Remember that yeah, story? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like I asked you to watch people in church after shaking hands. And again, <laughs> do people? <laughs> Do people still shake hands a lot? Yeah. I'm kind of still weary of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're still okay, so. shaking howdy. Have you been? Did you ever do a little research? See if I, smelling? I've, I've never seen someone shake the hand and then. <laughs> Why? Why would you uh, do that? Well, I've shaken a few hands and wanted to find a, a washcloth from, <laughs> from it being so soaked in sweat. That's There's just that. not comfortable to me. I don't like that. I don't like the clammy cold hand like your dad. I mean, some hands are so cold, it's like, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. 
I just don't like it, okay? <laughs> you know? I don't want to bump fists. I don't want to bump, uh, you know. So in other words, just leave them alone. <laughs> yes. Just leave them alone. You know? I just don't get it. So Brenda sent this in. Okay. The first deodorant okay. that killed odor-causing bacteria <laughs> was called MUM. And it was trademarked in 1888. So maybe this is what you're remembering. Maybe this... Because <laughs> you were... You were starting to, you know, you're, you're starting to court your ladies in 1888, so. Just got off the, the rain. Went out there. You know, that's, you imagine how people uh, smelled back then. Yeah, I know. It was a waxy cream that came in a metal tin and used zinc oxide to fight odor. Back then, deodorant was a fairly novel idea, as most women simply used perfume to smell fresh. Here you go. And the fellas, they didn't care. They didn't care. You imagine, okay, you watch these movies, mm-hmm. you know, you're yeah. out there on the cattle drive. You're out there for months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Been... Wearing the same stuff every day. <laughs> wearing, you know what I mean? I just, <laughs> I just can't imagine. I can't either. I mean, that's, yeah. That's why we need smell-o-vision. Oh, okay. No, we don't. No, we don't. We're fine. <laughs> We're totally fine. You see Festus Hagen on Gunsmoke. You got to, you know, soak up just how bad Festus must smell. Okay? <laughs> you, know, you hear the bugs and stuff. You know, it's yeah. like smell-o-vision. Yeah. You're watching a, a criminal in a movie. There's a dead body. You hear the flies. Oh, yeah. Smell-o-vision. That way you Cause, get... Because they always go, oh. <laughs> when they walk into a room with a dead body. Oh. Because <laughs> it smells so bad. You know, I'd probably have a malfunction with my smell of vision. Yes. <laughs> but even good stuff. You know, if you walk into, you know, you're, there's a bakery. Mm, you know, there's fresh you know. bread. And, so it's not all bad stuff. You, right. you know, you need to add smell of vision. So anyway, there you go. Some tidbits. I don't have the musical outro. So I'm going to give you my favorite bumper bed. It's a good one. It's a good one. I've used it for years. <laughs> It's, uh, boy, you're, you're popular. Well. Here are all those little dings. Those are Matt. Matt notifications. <laughs> He's got lots of friends. So, anyway, here's your bed. Okay. So you get used to this till I get your music back. This, is, this, this takes me back. Yes. <laughs> See you tomorrow. See you. <laughs> This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.